Grimlings, and welcome to episode 38 of a Grim Podcast. I'm Stella. Today's tales will be stories the Grim Brothers have brought us. To begin, we have the fox and the cat, which follows a proud animal and one who values life over skill. Next, we have the straw, the coal, and the bean, where we see a peculiar band of friends trying to get away from their doom. It's quite foreshadowing, that last sentence, if I do say so myself. <coughs> So, without further ado, let's start reading. It happened once that the cat met Mr. Fox in the wood, and because she thought he is clever and experienced in all the ways of the world, she addressed him in a friendly manner. Good morning, dear Mr. Fox. How are you, and how do you get along in these hard times? The fox, full of pride, looked at the cat from head to foot for some time, hardly knowing whether he would deign to answer or not. At last he said, Oh, you poor whisker-wiper, you piebald fool, you starveling mouse-hunter, what has come into your head? How dare you ask me how I am getting on? What sort of education have you had? How many arts are you master of? Only one, said the cat meekly. And what might that one be? asked the fox. When the hounds run after me, I can jump into a tree and save myself. Is that all? said the fox. I am a master of a hundred arts, and I have a sackful of cunning tricks in addition. But I pity you. Come with me, and I will teach you how to escape the hounds. Just then a huntsman came along with four hounds. The cat sprang trembling into a tree and crept stealthily up to the topmost branch, where she was entirely hidden by twigs and leaves. Open your sack, Mr. Fox, open your sack, cried the cat, but the hounds had gripped him and held him fast. Oh, Mr. Fox, cried the cat, you with your hundred arts and your sack full of tricks are caught, while I, with my one, am safe. Had you been able to climb up here, you would not have lost your life. So there's just one thing that I found that was funny about this story. Like, in the end, you know how, like, the cat watches the fox basically die by the hounds? Afterwards, she's like, oh yeah, even though you have a hundred tricks and whatever, you still can't escape the hounds. If you would have come up here with me, then you wouldn't have died. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, well, that may be true. Ma'am, you can't really hear you exactly. Like, I, I don't know who you're talking to, bud. I understand that this is supposed to be the moral, but, um, you're... Strange. Very strange. Alright, so now let's move on to the straw, the coal, and the bean. Once there was a poor old woman who lived in a village. She had collected a bundle of beans and was going to cook them. She prepared a fire on her hearth, and to make it burn up quickly, she lighted it with a handful of straw. When she threw the beans into the pot, one escaped her unnoticed and slipped onto the floor where it lay by a straw. Soon after, a glowing coal jumped out of the fire and joined the others. Then the straw began and said, Little friends, how came ye hither? The coal answered, I have happily escaped the fire, and if I had not done so by force of will, my death would certainly have been a most cruel one. I should have been burnt to a cinder. The bean said, I also have escaped so far with a whole skin, but if the old woman had put me into the pot, I should have pitilessly boiled down to broth like my comrades. 
Would a better fate have befallen me then? asked the straw. The old woman packed all my brothers into the fire and smoked sixty of them all done for at once. Fortunately, I slipped through her fingers. What are we to do now, though? asked the coal. My opinion is, said the bean, that as we have escaped death, we must all keep together like good comrades, and so that we may run no further risks, we had better quit the country. This proposal pleased both the others, and they set out together. Before long, they came to a little stream, and as there was neither path nor bridge, they did not know how to get over. The straw at last had an idea, and said, I will throw myself over, and then you can walk across upon me like a bridge. So the straw stretched himself across from one side to the other, and the coal, which was of a fiery nature, tripped gaily over the newly built bridge. But when he got to the middle and heard the water rushing below, it was frightened, and remained speechless, not daring to go any further. The straw, beginning to burn, broke in two and fell into the stream. The coal, falling with it, fizzled out in the air. The bean, who had cautiously remained on the bank, could not help laughing over the whole business, and, having begun, could not stop but laughed till she split her sides. Now all would have been up with her had not, fortunately, a wandering tailor had been taking a rest by the stream. As he had a sympathetic heart, he brought out a needle and thread and stitched her up again. But as he used black thread, all beans have a black seam to this day. So what I really thought was weird, I guess, about this story, especially at the end, was this bean is just laughing at them because they basically just died. Yeah, they basically just died, and she's just like, she's laughing so hard that even she almost died. And then, this tailor's like, hey, there's a bean there, and he got split in half. I got nothing better to do, so why don't I just, you know, sew her on up, right? Like, uh, sir, um, where is the logic in that? Why would you just stop, see a bean, and care so bad about it? Why would you care so much about it that you want to, like, sew it up? I I mean, that's nice of him, but that ain't normal. That's truly not normal. I'm sorry, sir, but I just don't even know anymore. These stories are outrageous. All right, so that brings this episode to an end. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a great rest of your week. Till our next adventure. Bye, Grimlings. <laughs>